The Red Rum Theater, episode 143. Swap meat special, Blow and Paddington. London is the place for me. London, that lovely city. You could go to France or America, India, Asia, Australia. You gotta come back to London City. Welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies we love, movies we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Alanis. And Antonio Moreno. And every month we'll get movies that raise us right and raise us wrong. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we've been doing a thing uh, once in a while called a swap meet, where we trade movies. I give Tony a movie, he gives me a movie, and we usually do it in the sneak episode, but we had a big Goodwill, episode, Goodwill hunting episode, so we decided to do it just by itself. And the movies were so big, we wanted a chance to really just let them breathe for a second. So the swap meet we had last month was very simple. I gave to Tony Paddington one and two. Yeah, because of the awesome. He gave, he gave me three hours of greatness, and I gave him two and a half hours of greatness. So it was pretty even. Yeah, so I gave him Pat. He gave Paddington one and two because of the Nick Cage awesomeness. Yes, which now I enjoy more. And he gave me Blow because that's a movie I've been should have been watching for years. It wasn't even on your radar. I didn't know. I can't I, believe it. I'll, so what are we gonna do? Paddington first or Blow first? Um, let's do let's do Blow first because you're gonna enjoy Paddington too. Okay, so Blow. The reason I avoided this because I thought this was gonna be like the movies like Scarface and Wolf of Wall Street. A lot of these drug films, people watch the movie and they leave like I want to live that life. I wish I could be a drug dealer. I wish I could be psycho and have all that money. I thought Blow's gonna be very much like that same the same what do you call it um, formula you see in all these films. Like even though the guy gets his life crushed, he becomes a nook at the end, a schnook. Um, I I didn't expect this movie to be what it was. <laughs> First of all, you start with this childhood, and Riley Oda plays a great dude, father. the best dad ever, dude. How about when they're like, "Hey, come on, we gotta go." You got a problem with me talking to my son? They're like, "No," because <laughs> he's the boss. He's the boss. He's like, someone's like, "Clean up duty today, dude." Come on, Fred. <laughs> um. He loves his boy. Loves his son. Oh, only son, right? Only son. Only child. Loves, yeah. his, loves his son. And the mom's a whack job. And the mom always complains about there's not enough money, yelling in front of the kid. And he decides, I don't want to be poor. Whatever happens, yeah. I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be with my parents. And he starts doing mar- dealing marijuana at first. And you see, how, you see how he learns it, how he gets it, how he makes it happen. And he's good at it. And he deals, he, he, he does just really good until his girl gets cancer. And he's, That's brutal. And I, you're like, I'm like, what, the, what is this movie? Because he, he's faithful, he doesn't cheat on her, yep. he loves her. She was an airline stewardess. And they ju- he just goes, takes care of her, and buries her. And he's on the run for the law because yeah, he's got he's, a warrant. He jumped he jump, uh, jump bail. Yep. But he buries her. And who turns him in? His mama, dude. Brutal, dude. Dude. And Leota's like, don't, I don't even want to talk to you. Don't even talk to me. She, what am I supposed to do? She's a terrible mom, dude. Yeah, your kid ain't nothing special. <laughs> you, she's a character. Leota, this now is in my pantheon of great Leota roles. He's so good in this. How about when he's listening to the tape? That. <laughs> he's <laughs> quoting. Moments in their life because he he treasures yeah. his time with his son. He loves his son, and because of that, so 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 Depp moves on, starts dealing coke. 
He learns in prison. Yeah, he gets a PhD in coke in prison. Meets yep. his, his Colombian. Goes down, meets Pablo Escobar. Oof. Starts moving coke. At some point in the movie, he meets a girl. And listen, he should have known. It's somebody else's woman. And he's high up. My mama once told me, if she'll leave him for you, she'll leave you for someone yes, else. Yes, she will. And I never, I, never <laughs> <laughs> I never forgot what mom said that. Penelope Cruz, he, and she loves the party life. And he thinks she's something she's not. He thinks it's just me and you. He tells her, I'm going to He gets basically, halfway through the movie, he's out. His, his partner betrays him. Not to kill him, just pushes him out. Wants mm-hmm. more money. And he's like, you know, I'm out. It'll be me, my wife, our unborn kid. It'll be great. And he tells her she's not thrilled about it. I'm out of the thing. Just me, you, and the baby. It'll be great. But she gets bored. And she does this big cocaine party. Coke out just on tables. You can just she's wild, getting high and drinking. That's the life she wants. That's what she wants. It's the party. Even when she's pregnant, she's drinking. Do it. It's crazy. But before the party, he loves his daughter. He loves her so much. And when they leave the life, he goes to get some of his money out of the bank. It's all gone. And there's that scene where she's yelling at him around the table, and you realize. He's his father. He's everything he didn't want has happened. Yeah. He married a woman who cares about money, who yells at him in front of the kid, who's mean to the kid, and he just loves his daughter so much. He loves it. He calls her my heartbeat. And a man cannot live without his heart. Dang. And he goes to prison. And she won't have nothing to do with him. When he comes back from prison, she won't talk to him, won't call him dad. She calls him George. And he walks, walks to and from with school to her every day. And they begin, she starts loving him, like trusting him, calls him dad again. And he goes to the wife. He's like, I just want to raise her. I want custody. She goes, you give me some money, you can have her. Like, it, She's a terrible yeah, mom. she's a bitch. She's a terrible mom. She get- so now he's trying to get money so he can so get he does one last job. Oh, gosh. I'm going to pay off the mom. I'm going to stink in. Get- it's going to be us two. We're going to go and just live, and it's going to be great, just me and you. As a setup, man. Oh. And the thing is, they are like, they feel bad. Like you, you, because that's one of his oldest friends. And dude. they realize this is a good guy. He gives him all extra money. Mm. He's like, I'm gonna go raise my daughter. He's not doing blow. He's not drinking. He's not out of control. It's just the only thing he knows. I'm not saying he's right. I'm not saying he's right. But it's what he knows. And then he goes to prison. You see the daughter waiting there with her suitcase. She's like, take me away from this crazy mm-hmm. woman. Let's have a life that's good. And he goes to prison. And then it blacks out, comes, he's an old man, and his daughter comes to see him, and he just goes, she sees her, he's like, your dad's an F up. And he's like, he got tears in his eyes. And I'm just like, this, I can't watch this. She's like, no, dad, no. And they hug, and they're crying, and the camera goes to the back, and she's a little girl again in his arms. And that's when I started crying on the couch, dude. I'm just crying. I'm like, I can't even watch this movie. Then the worst comes. And then it goes back, and they say, like, they want to walk. Like, they used to walk at school. They start walking through the garden talking. All of a sudden, here's someone, hey, George. And he stops and looks back, and the guy's like, time to go in. And he looks, and he's alone. And he looks around. My he goes, daughter come to see me. He's like, I got a visitor. He's like, not today, George. And it's, he's seen, it's all in his head. Ugh. There was never a makeup, never no, a. he never got her back. 
He lost. He broke her. too many promises. That's brutal. But that's what that life is. That you can't. These movies glorify that life. Yes. You watch The Wolf of Wall Street. I want to stick and be a stock trader, dude. Right. Gangster dude, rappers watch Scarface and want to be a stinking drug kingpin. Yeah, yep. you're like you miss the point of the film because it, yes. it makes the first act just look so fun. You're, you you ignore Act Three where everyone you love is dead. Yep. Which is how do you miss that part of the movie? They're either dead or or you're dead to them. Right. You have nothing. This movie, he's a decent guy who does stupid crap. Yeah. And he loses everything. He's a Jesse Pinkman dude. It dude, this movie hurt me. I felt. I, I tell you what, oh man, <clears throat> the ensemble cast, the cast, it, dude. Uh, his boy Seth was. Uh, what's the guy's name? A big dude. Oh, um, tuna. <laughs> yeah, tuna, tuna, <laughs> dude. Tuna just disappeared, <laughs> dude. Um, what a great best friend. Um, Pee Wee so Herman was great in this, dude. He was Bobcat so Goldwood was great in it. Um, the two girls, Pelle Cruz plays a a bitch. dude. She is brutal to him. She gets him in prison the, second t- the, 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 next, the next time. Yeah. She gets him pulled over. And he's like, there's cocaine in the truck. Like she just dogs him. Oh. The, dude, Donnie Depp in this movie, it's a great role for him. Dude, he, like, he's so convincing. Like He can't even believe this shit's happening. <laughs> like He's just like, shut up. Dude, shut up. You know who directed this movie? It's Ted Dem. The same guy who wrote Beautiful Girls, the director of Beautiful really? Girls, which is why he gets the relationship so well. Like the the way he does the dad and the son is so good. It's when the dad comes visiting, he goes, "Don't don't lie to me. I'm happy for you. Yeah. You happy? Like they get that 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 the relationships are done so well. Him and his friends done so well because Ted Dem is great at relationships. And you see, dude, I feel bad when his boy does him wrong like that. Oh, Dooley. Now Diego. Oh, he's the Colombian. But he's a high, high's gone. Hey, dude, the way the whoever did makeup on this movie, unreal. He looked smoked, stone. And Depp is loyal to Diego, and Diego betrays him. Mm-hmm. Probably goes, no, I'm not leaving Diego. I'm, I'm, he's, I'm, he's my partner. I'm not doing anything without him. They were gonna kill him. Pablo loved Depp. Yes. That's good. I love how he got that plane. They they stole the plane and went to Mexico. Unreal. And he's like, I couldn't get fifty thousand dollars. So I gave you seventy five. He's always overpaying guys. Yeah. He just he inge- he in- he engenders people to himself. It's a great role for Depp. This movie, the performances across the board are so good. Leota in the end, listen to his voice tape. He goes, he, he shuffles out there. It's like he does it alone, so she she can't bother him. So the, he just puts the tape in there and listens to his son. And he just cries because he loves his son. That dude, Leota, was an actor. Dude, that that might be one of his best roles. I, I can't believe how good he is in the across the whole movie. <laughs> Were you? Did you even know he was in it? No. What? Talk about a pleasant surprise, dude. You know, Dooley is from Beautiful Girls. Yes, he's the. He works for me. We work with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's beat. You can eat. <laughs> <laughs> Who invited you? Dude, he's an employee. <laughs> I'll send you lots. I'll send you lots. That's right, dude. <laughs> Stay so, cool forever. Stay cool. Stay cool forever. <laughs> he's so, he's so great. 
Is there a better buddy movie? There's not. Like, your boy's effed. <laughs> <laughs> so, Blow. It's not funny, but it kind of is. <laughs> Blow is a fantastic, wow, fantastic film. Dude, when he's in the airport with that white suit on and the hair. <sighs> I love this. He never changes his hairstyle. Like, that, that was his thing. He keeps it. Yep. I'm like, my man, he found his Even style. and he out, I know, I love it. So, I gave you a family film, dude. I gave you Paddington. You got to prep me for this, bro. William Paddington, bro. First of all, I was so excited to get to part two that I wasn't even really giving a shit about part one. Yep. And it got me, dude. Paddington's just trying to trying to be a part of a family and and looking for the the guy who came to see him and his aunt and uncle. And then learning about that he was like they rescued him. Like the whole the whole setup for Paddington coming to England was amazing. The the them in the stinking four or what is in the it? big tree making yeah. the marmalade. It, it, it's it's a family movie, but it's deep. And I have never hated Nicole Kidman so much in my life. <laughs> like, dude, she wanted to stuff him, bro, dude, and put him in a display, dude. Paddington, man, they get him the coat, dude, and the hat, and the dad don't trust him. And like the whole family falls in love with him. The kids, the watching the stinking daughter warm up to him finally, dude. Man, the son is the best. He's the best, dude. There's a little bit of Lena Nesto in those kids, dude. Dude, I love it. It makes me so happy. It makes me so happy to watch. And and seeing the dad finally come around, and this is part of the family, seeing that his family's miserable without him. There's a scene in part one where he's gonna go out the window to. To go save Paddington, and she realizes the the, the hero she can't find for her uh, for her uh, painting for her painting is him, and she sees him, and he kisses her. It's so. And then you see in her mind his face comes yeah. to the picture. <laughs> it's, dude, and what are the, I love when they go back in time with like dude, it's so funny. Like dude. when they had the kid, the yes. first kid. Where's the? Was it? Was it a motorcycle? Yeah, where's or? the motorcycle? Where's the? And now they have a, a station wagon. <laughs> He goes in with the the chaps and the hippie dude. He comes out with a suit. Yep. It's unreal. It's great. Um, <laughs> what a good movie. Um, I loved. They do a gag with uh, cross dressing. That's fantastic. It's it's so funny. I mean, it's unreal. And the fact that he's in part one and two, the same. still perverted as a mug, <laughs> still loving the man, thinking it's a woman. Oh, dude, whenever a man's with clothing, he can't. He's just like. Uh, it was an unusually attractive nun. <laughs> so part one's great. What about part two? Listen. Knuckles might be one of the best characters of all, of all time. And the fact that the whole prison is scared of Knuckles. It's dude, listen, it's and that food brings them together. Okay, we're not gonna give much weight. If you've not seen if you have a family oh. and have not seen these films, they have charm for days. There's charm and musically first of all, it's so f- it has a um Wes Anderson-esque yes. musical sensibility. It's got a Wes Anderson-esque uh, filming style. Yes, it, the, uh, the, the design like of it. it shows the prison with the different rooms, and it's like a, it's a face-on scene where you can see everybody. Same thing with the stinking boat yep. in Life Aquatic in the hotel. Um, the way that they build a cast around... The, everywhere Paddington goes, the people around him become better people. 
It's beautiful, dude. It's uh, dude. He goes. He's around hardened criminals, dude. Where one of the one of the most beautiful things about the whole movie, he is falsely accused and put in prison. So he's his first night there. He tells a warden, "Can you read me a story?" Like the the family usually reads me a story, and they're like, "There ain't no stories around here." Paddington gets there, and he's there. Long enough to completely change the prison around. Now the warden gets on the stinking mic and reads every prisoner a story. And they all go to sleep to the story. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so beautiful, dude. Like, what the heck? That's why when Nick Cage and him are watching in the movie, Nick Cage is like, wipe away tear away. He's like, this is beautiful. <laughs> and then they stink at the prisoners. They oh, dude, trick them. Dude, it's... Man! Oh, <laughs> dude! I wasn't ready for it. Listen, if you've not, if you have, if, even if you don't have kids, if you don't have a family, this movie has true charm. If you don't have a family, Paddington didn't either. And wait till you see what happens to him. <laughs> <laughs> so, and how about Hugh Grant, dude? Dude, the villains in both films are uh, <sighs> spot on. Nicole Culkin and Hugh Grant—they just—they come oh, in. You with, hate them. It's great. They're they're so. That, that, that's but then a, there's a. A comedic ending to their yes. story. Where they finally have purpose. Dude, all I gotta say is Knuckles, his facial expressions, the way that he reacts to certain things, dude. Unreal. <laughs> dude, when the whole place is like, <gasps> like <laughs> listen, he gets put on laundry duty. <laughs> might be my favorite scene. He gets put on laundry duty, and a red sock gets in with all the white prisoners' outfits. And he's like, oh, it's just one one red sock. Like, what, what could possibly happen? And he's in the cafeteria, and all the prisoners are wearing pink, and they're looking at him like they're going to kill him, dude. Oh! And then the one random dude's like, does the slap the fist, like, <laughs> dude. Oh, there's just little subtle things like that that are so funny, and the bear's like, ooh. <laughs> but so it's a great swap meet this month, bro. Both of those stinking movies, you, like I watched them back to back, and it was just joy, joy. Highly recommend Paddington one so that you can get to two, because two's the payoff. And I would say Blow is different than any any. I, I what I thought I was gonna get was not. It's not a movie. It's not a movie saying. Be this life. It's so awesome. It's a movie about a man who had a who loved his dad and wanted to be a good dad and failed at both. And it just there's there's beauty, there's truth, but there's a lot of sadness. He realizes that that's his life. Oh. you see this the, the way the, the, the way that the block the scene. You realize it's the exact same shot. Yes. The table, the the her. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's all come to pass. Yeah. And you feel bad because he built the thing he was scared of building. At the very end, he says to his dad, you told me that money ain't worth nothing, and now I finally get what you're trying to tell me. And it's stinking true. You I got a problem with me talking to my boy? No. <laughs> He's so awesome. Young, when his dad's young. Pimp. Dude. Stud. Has five trucks, but even an honest man in this world. Don't make it. Don't make it. That's sad, dude. That's Listen, I just got to the place in my life where I'm like, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna like start like feeling like I'm like middle class right going up. As soon as I start getting a little strength, everything costs more. And I'm like, I'm right back where I started. It's it's tough, dude. It's tough. It sucks. 
If I was crooked, I could make more money, man. Shoot. You could. I know you could. Dude, the other day, yesterday, people crooked money for David, and everyone put it in this little thing and gave it to me, and I'm like, I'm going to steal this money. You an asshole. I'm saying I didn't do it, but you know, some preachers do that all the time, man. Oh, they I take know. the money. One for you, one for me. <laughs> two for you, one, two for me. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta t- that's why I don't give them stinking fools uh, 99 cents to feed some fool. No! Because that dude's getting a quarter. Listen, listen, listen. Don't give those guys money for those, those charities. No. You know why? Here's the reality. You want to hear what really happens? When McDonald's asked you, you want to round up so we could give something to the, the, the students in the, the poor Boston area, McDonald's already promised the money and gave it. And they got a tax write-off that's going to us to reimburse them what they've already been rewarded so for. Just double dipping. Yes, they are. Bitch-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who ain't eating no Big Macs no uh, more. Dude, I'm just saying, no, everyone, Taco Bell does it. Everywhere I go, you want to run it up? You want to add a dollar? I was like, no. Then they'll say, like, they'll, they'll do something to put they, it on you. They get they get me every time, bro. I'm glad you just said that. Dude, they give the money, get the sticky tax, uh, the tax right off, then ask us to and reimburse get them. The pat on the butt. Yes. Great job. Great job. You're so charitable. Then they're like, you want to help us give that money? And they, dude, they're getting double dipping like crazy. Dang. Bunch of punks. Dude, savages. Dude. That's why the rich stay rich. They're like, you want to help these kittens? I'm like, no! <laughs> want to help these kittens? What, you want to throw them in the river? <laughs> want to help these baby seals? Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Mama's wrong again. <laughs> Colonel Sanders. Oh, dude, anybody who ain't got love for the water boy is crazy. Crazy, dude. So, All right, what else you got? Dude, it's, it's a quick swap meet, so we're ready to go. How can you support the show? Patreon.com, right slash Red Room D-Tray. RedRoom.Threadless.com. Give me the money, Lebowski. For the t-shirt store, or just give one-time gift on PayPal. We're heading into October, our 31 days of horror. Join us on our Facebook page, Facebook.com, slash Red Room D-Tray, where every single day, Tony's going to have a horror movie review for you on the page. That's True. the... The horror movie promise from Antonio Marino. Even though I said it all. <laughs> D. Um, and what horror movie are you going to watch in October, brother? Well, I felt like I've been going easy on you the last <laughs> seven years we've been doing this. How many years have we been doing this? It's been a bit. Because I was just listening to a podcast, and I was like, I'm 30 freaking five. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> that was a half a decade ago, dude. <laughs> That's crazy. Crazy. So... I was thinking about what what is something that Ernesto hasn't seen that is a quintessential horror film. Horror. Scary. I was yeah. going to do Sinister on your ass. Don't do I read an article saying it's the scariest movie. Like, yeah, they did a yeah, they they test they they put uh they hook you up to heart, the machine. It, it, the Sinister 1 as far as scariest movie of all time. You wouldn't make it. You wouldn't make it. But I'm back. I've got a challenge for you. This month at the Red Room Theater, 31 Days of Horror is sponsored by Ernesto Watching Paranormal Activity, Part 1. The original. The one that kick-started a series that is not great, but it has its moments. But this first one, 
I'll, okay, I'll put it. This Listen, sounds scary. It's a watershed moment. I remember when this came out, the advertisement was the advertisement for this movie was literally people watching the movie. That was the, the first commercial. Time they did that, wasn't it? Yeah. The commercial was crowd reactions to what they're seeing on screen. Not showing you what's on screen. Showing you how people react to it. People are legitimately terrified. Like, there is some new relationships that ended because the women seen how much of a stinking punk <laughs> their boyfriends were. I went and seen, uh, a, it might have been one of, uh, one of the Annabelles. I was in the theater, and it was when the company seats first came out. And I was sitting next to this young kid, and he was on a date. Real cute girl. And oh, they're probably no. 18, you know. Oh, no. And um, at a point in the movie, I leaned over to say, man, this shit's crazy. And he had his eyes closed and ears plugged. And I elbowed him. I go, what are you doing? He goes, man, I don't want to have nightmares. I go, well, you ain't going to have a girlfriend either. You see, you let her see. You, I, I was like, you got to just stick it up. You got to you gotta stick it out, bro. You got to be tough for this. She ain't going to look at you the same, dude. He had his... Bro, he couldn't even handle the noises from the movie. He was terrified. I said, look, dude, there's going to be a dude not as cool as you, but they can handle scary movies. She's going to look at him like he's the man. You got you to gotta step it up, G. And he's looking at me like... Okay, I'll do it. I can see in his eyes that dude wasn't sleeping that night. Oh my gosh! But dude. Andy's gonna kill me because how scared you're gonna be. <laughs> you watch this, bro. <laughs> oh, now, what else are we doing in October? Uh, we'll talk about it after this. But, but this we have okay. To, we have first one. episode will be paranormal. Yep. I cannot wait for this. <sighs> this is gonna be wow. I cannot wait. When are you gonna watch it? And who are you gonna watch it with? I'm watching alone. My day off on a Monday, I'm going to turn it on. During the day? I'm going to close the curtains. Okay. But I'm going to watch it. And I'm going to throw the curtains open like, oh! You're going to watch it while Angie's home? I'm, I'm going to tell her, listen, I'm going to watch this great movie. Go ahead and like go run in or something. And I'm just going to watch it. I think it's like 80, 86 minutes. I think you can handle it. Okay. You're going to stop it a few times, though, to shake it out, take a walk. <laughs> a lot of buildup. There's a little comedy in there that'll that'll alleviate the stress, but your anxiety is going to be crazy. Don't ru- don't drive too much that day. You're going to get worked up. I cannot wait to hear your review of Paranormal right. Activity. So we'll see you guys in two weeks, right here Red at the Room Red Room Theater. Room Theater.